When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. From the Michelob Ultra Studios, Timothy Michael McCartney, Douglas Elbaum, the Plowhawk Action Jackson with you, Ken Strode, not available evaluating financials. Mm. Why don't you evaluate your testosterone? Go to lowtusa.com. It's mentality, bro. Decreased mental acuity, attention span, and stress can cause focus issues on even the most simple tasks. Belly fat, feeling bloated, and a lack of lean muscle and tone that used to be easy to get rid of or maintain. Mentality is a local health care facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform. At their very best. Uh, it's lowtusa.com. That is mentality. Online at lowtusa.com. Doug got tonight game seven for the Phillies and Diamondbacks. And Mad Dog uh, might uh, be leaving the business. And here is why. Oh, Take no. a listen. Why? All right, Plowsy, hit the lever, please. Got you, Doug. Uh, to make a long story short, I've been wrong in Arizona from day one. I, I, a, I'm stunned to beat Milwaukee. I thought they'd get swept by the Dodgers. I never thought they'd even go back to Philly for a game six. Uh, I'll try it one more time. I would not be stunned if they won tonight. I would be floored. Floored. And I'll say this right now. Just uh, I'll say this right now. And Bob Raceman, write it down. If they win the next two days... They win the next two games and win this series in seven games. If they win, I will I will retire on the spot. Oh, wow! Well, the end is <laughs> nine innings away. Yeah. If the Diamondbacks were to, uh... you're gonna have to back off of that. He's got to be in a real panic right now, isn't he? I'm sure he makes a fortune. I bet the boss is like, "Yes, that contract <laughs> yeah. can go." I can't. <laughs> oh, he'll just say no. I've... I'm so stunned. I can't really do it. I've got kids. I like to eat, live indoors, all those things. That's quite the road to the World Series, potentially for them. Really? Milwaukee is. kind of no, I mean, they're, they're not great. But then you got the Dodgers, Philly, back to back series there. Yeah. They Please sweep the Dodgers. Give me a D backs Rangers World Series. MLB has to be praying so hard for the Phillies tonight. That's from the reluctant cuck. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, 
For sure, yeah. The D-backs were fun. I watched that game last night. Can we replay the clip? I couldn't hear over Ken slamming the door. That's from Glove Blogger. Oh, Tom playing the clip. Well, again. the clip started after the door was shut. It's a nice try, though. <laughs> you got your 30 seconds of fame. We're going to. We read your text. Go tell your friends. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Glove Blogger Tom Craven. <laughs> yeah, read your text. Can blog about it. I would like to see the Diamondbacks win it all, I guess. Just because, I mean, the Cardinals kind of snuck in the back door mm. the last two times they mm. won it. I want the, I want the Rangers. I don't know why. I, don't, yeah. I, I like Bruce Bochy. You don't love him. I don't know if there's a, a particular player I love on the Rangers, but and I love Bryce Harper, too. So if the Phillies are in, I'll root for Bryce, or for Bryce Harper and the Phillies. College basketball getting underway uh, soon, Doug. And uh, Joe Lunardi has just released this morning uh, the latest bracketology. How could it? They haven't had the first practice, as far as I know. First practice game, anyway. Eight seed in Wichita. Let's play a little first. Dennis Gates, Missouri Tigers are not going to the NCAA tournament what? this year. Well, Nardi will regret that one. What is that? What, how does he base that off of? I know that re- I realize a lot. He likes Iona as a 16 seed against Tommy Izzo <laughs> in Michigan State. He's already got who they playing. He got Michigan State as yet another a, a one seed again. Well, he has Duke also as a number one seed along with Kansas and Gene Cady and Purdue. God, Chalk Central, bro. What a joke. I bowled with those guys one time. You bowled with who? <laughs> who? Purdue basketball team? Gene Cady and Purdue. Izzo? No, Gene Cady and Purdue. I, say, I, couldn't see, I couldn't see Izzo. They were in town for regional, and he brought his team to Tropicana, and I bowled with them. You were right in the middle of the team. I was just I was practicing, and some of the players said, you're pretty good. Oh, they did. Gene Cady asked me to come over. I mean, it's the greatest help. bowler they had ever seen, Mr. Trump. Worst toupee I've ever seen. <laughs> I think it was a comb over. I think it was a comb over. It was terrible, whatever it was. And he looked he looked like the meanest guy in the world on silent, but he was one of the nicest yeah. people you'd ever meet. We interviewed him on the show down uh-huh. at the MAC one day, and I'm like, oh, God, Gene Cady, I'm scared uh-huh. to death. And he was a gentleman. Yeah, yeah he was very nice to me. Jimmy Calhoun is a, a two seed going up against UNC Asheville. That should be a good game. <laughs> He's still coaching. Jimmy Calhoun. Because we all follow Asheville so closely, and we know everything about their club. What's he got Illinois? Well, Illinois, of course, is a six seed, and they could have a rematch against their dear friend Bruce Pearl. Should Auburn get out of Brooklyn Pod, they would make a matchup against Illinois, Doug. Oh, six geez. seed, so so stupid. I haven't played one game yet. Where's Missouri going? Nowhere. No, Did we're you not out of it. We're completely out of it. I was slamming the door. I couldn't hear. <laughs> Yeah, well, Nari's going to regret that one. How can we one. be left out? What the, that, the chalkiest it. Final Four I've ever heard, like... How I, about I, the Billikens? Oh, they ain't no mention. Game. Nothing. They're going to, like, go sixth in the A-10, bro. But Lindenwood. No mention. Nothing. SIUE. Nothing again. Well, we got SIUE's best player, so... Keep an eye on Grand Canyon. It's a dangerous 12 seed going up against USC in Spokane. 12? Yeah. You know, I went by that. Yeah, Grand Canyon's a 12. got them at 12? Aren't they an online school? No. Like, have you seen their campus, by the way? It's huge. It's like one of the biggest schools. I was was around that (laughs) campus a few weeks ago. It's insane. I think it's one of the biggest universities. And Scott Drew, I do believe, coaching the program, right? One of of the Drew boys? How could you get anybody to go there? I mean, it's got 70,000 online. You want to come to Grand Canyon and play basketball? I think it's a a Christian school. Uh... Coach uh, football. Is... Yeah, Bryce Drew. Bryce, Bryce Drew. Drew, their coach. 
So I met a guy there that actually is friends, one one of Bryce Drew's really good friends. So he was out in Arizona golfing, and we happened to see him at a, a cocktail lounge or something and talked about him going to Grand Canyon's, like, you know, opening night party that they have out there. Yeah, it sounds like I got some cooking out there. I didn't know a 12 seed. But I also didn't well, talk to the Well, they're not a 12 seed. The guy made it up. <laughs> and who are they? They're playing uh, Grand Canyon's guy. They're not. We don't know who Grand they're Canyon's going to be taking on USC. We don't know that. In fact, I bet $100 Henry they Bibby. aren't. Bronny. Does anybody ever say oh, these predictions and see if, if it gets anything right? You'll get at least one of those one seeds, right? Probably oh, two. Oh, yeah. You're going to get two of those. But I don't think all four. I mean, Purdue still got Zach Eady. So. so you got Brown in there? Uh, they didn't make. They don't usually make the club. I mean, Brown's a coin flip. Don't want you get in the Ivy League. Brown tournament. never gets in. Are they? Yeah, he's got Yale out of the Ivy League. No, that's a mistake. Uh, <laughs> not only is Joe Lenardi busy at ESPN, uh, Dan Orlovsky, Plowhawk. Uh, he's my guy. That's my guy. Uh, you talk about liking Daniel Day Lewis as an actor. I like Daniel Day Orlovsky as an actor. Oh, uh, he uh, was talking it over with Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp. And uh, we have a little audio clip of that, Jackson. Is that what we have? Yeah, I think this is from... It's, is this horny Stephen A. Smith again? Doug? Yeah, 100%. Oh, and then the, the Molly thing? Take a listen. Yeah. Oh, this is... The most dangerous pass catcher is Travis Kelsey. He breaks perfection. Well, Maybe listen. Taylor's motivating him. Well, I'm quite sure she is. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she is. The voice anyway, is unnecessary. I'm, 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 I'm just, I mean, I, I, do I need a towel I, I, again? I'm, I'm, no. just, I'm just saying, no, we don't need a towel. I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, she is motivational. I mean, there's no doubt. What is wrong with him? <laughs> what actually, what happened? He goes, in, he goes into my voice of any time there is a mm-hmm. hint of Sapphos, except he's doing it on a set reaching millions of people, I'm in a closet next to a urinal. Mm-hmm. And, and he's can, making, and what, 12 million a year? Well, you don't know like, I'm uh, not. He sounds like Tim Meadow on Saturday Night Live. The ladies' la- man? Ladies' man. And I'm not for sure back. what this what the setup is on the studio, but how close is Orlowski to, like, <laughs> right. Stephen A. Like, drooling over this thought of, like, I would describe it. Nigh. Okay. Nigh, I like that. Two. Your lower extremities. <laughs> <laughs> he's not done. We're compromised. I mean, <laughs> I love horny Stephen A. <laughs> it's like he doesn't know the cameras so are there. Funny. Kind of just a one-on-one with Molly. I don't know. He, uh, he makes, yeah, I, I think it's more than 12, right? I'd be surprised if it's more than 12. I don't know. I think, I've never feel been like 12 is just the right number. Breast milk. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's less. I thought we had that stat. I feel like it's six or seven. Ago and that's why it's stuck in my head. He well, a lot though. of good people had to get fired to pay him. Buy some sick jewelry at Glen Betts. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice block. Sorry, I, I, I didn't know how close. That was a natural there. segue. Yeah, it was. It was. Didn't they fire a bunch of people right after they signed Pat McAnally? Pat McAnally? That, that was the punter. Okay, Iggy. Who's the other? I got close. Pat McAfee is the punter. Pat McAfee. A lot of backstage. Well, there was another Pat McAnally. He was another. He was an official. Really? Rand McNally? No. Rand Uh Glenn Betts Jewelers in business Sorry. in St. Louis since 1941, <laughs> operated by the third and fourth generation of the Betts family. The Glenn Betts difference is you are served personally. You're not sold. Glenn Betts Jewelers develops relationships through generations of your family as well. They get to know your likes, your lifestyle, and who and what you love, and those are the three L's. Go to glennbettsjewelers.com. That's G-L-E-N-N-B-E-T-Z. Jewelers.com. 
Located one mile east of 270 on Manchester in De Pere. In the jewelry business, there is good, there is better, and then there is Betts. Betts family passion for serving their customers has been passed down from generation to generation. GlennBettsJewelers.com. Thinking about getting engaged this holiday season? Support the sponsors. Go to GlennBettsJewelers.com. Horny Stephen A. makes me feel so uncomfortable, like when... Iggy wanted to be a sorority house mom with a Caesar salad specialty. It's from oh. Shooter McGavin. Mm. Question for Iggy. How do you prevent that massive anteater from soaking in brine when you sit down to Tinky? That's from Deke Dotum. Not a good question. Yeah. Just not a good one. Yeah, lift it up a little bit. Wouldn't it be like one of those <laughs> straws that like you see at the Oh, felching straw. <laughs> Can you just... Oh. 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 Those are a fun time at Lake Uzo. Mm. Oh. 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 <laughs> Let me just admit that. It was an image that I that I didn't really want. Ooh, I just got the little piddles half and half sent to me, Doug. What's that? The Michigan sign stealing allegations are a very noteworthy story that's going somewhat under the radar. Do you see the situation becoming a really big story that could impact Michigan in their hopes of reaching the mountaintop? How do you think Penn State and Ohio State fans are feeling about it? That's a little peek into the half and half. I I would guess Ohio State fans aren't real. Are real happy about it. And I no might try to be, be contrarian and say I think Ohio State fans are happy about it, and then start yelling yeah. and saying nobody else in the media in this town that will tell you that. Right. We're all for Michigan cheating, <laughs> knowing our plays. Perjury? Who cares? One of my favorite lines. You'd have yeah. to be awfully quick though, wouldn't you, to to actually see the coach gives a sign and then somehow relay it to your players? Sure. Well, if it wasn't working, they wouldn't be doing it. I suppose, yeah. Weren't they really doing it for, like, their next week's opponent and the week after? Yeah. Like, not necessarily in-game doing it, but... Yeah, but then they know the language. Right, they know the 100%. Codes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess Fun fact, like Pat McAnally created the starting lineup action figures. Thanks. That's in the Grease effect. Is that who did it? I don't know why that name stuck in my head. Dumb question. That's from the 636. Well, I could, thank you. That could have been, well, yes. could have been anything. Well, yeah. Probably the... My first question yeah. for the half and half. Yeah, we're good at that. I feel like I like when I read it, I can frame it in a certain way. Ooh. That, I'm not saying that you're not. No, it's not now, Doug. I take that as a Like a good attack. catcher. You're good at framing. Oh, yeah, a good framer. That always bugged me, that they think the umpires are so stupid that they can be fooled by the catcher moving his glove. Seriously? They are. I don't think they are. That's why framing is very important. I don't know. I think they, they'd like to think it's important. But, man, if you're, if you're an umpire and you're so bad that you can't see the catcher moving his glove into the strike zone after the pitch has already hit his glove, then you don't belong in that position. Well, I, I got done early because I thought that we had to get to emails, and then there's only two in the filter file, Jackson. Mm, I make that three, but we've only gotten four total today. Wow. Well, Buck Swope will come in a little bit. I know. Late. Oh, he's got it. He's already in there. Oh. Well, he, he has sent in uh, uh, a manuscript. It's not that long. I mean, for, it's, not, it's not for Swope standards. Mm. It's on brand. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we'll have time to do a show prep meeting before balloon party. Yeah. I have to pee, so that's cool with me. Oh, come on. What? I haven't peed once all day. And I can promote our uh, sister station, if you want, real quick. What station is that? KC95 on November 4th. They are having a bowling event. KC people and Metallica's roadies are going to bowl against eight lucky winners. 
Metallica's roadies? Yeah, they're in between shows that weekend. Um, so they're going to go out to uh, Shrewsbury, and they're going to bowl. And they're going to pick eight lucky winners to uh, join them in bowling, and they would get tickets to the show as well. Huh. I feel bad because Marty Link asked me to bowl for KC. He said, we need a ringer. I said, dude, I haven't picked up a ball in six years. I'm no longer a ringer. But you're one of the greatest of all time. You can still roll it. I mean, I can go there and coach you guys if you want, but I can't. I'm not no, we don't want your coaching. We've seen, we've seen what happens to teams that you coach. They want you playing. So, yeah, just go to KC. You can sign up and eight lucky winners. I got people. I put that on my Facebook page yesterday, and people are DMing me. Iggy, can you get me in there? What do you think I am, the program director at KC? I wouldn't cheat anyway, so you gotta. if you're picked, you're picked. It'll be a fun, fun afternoon. What bowling alley is that in Shrewsbury? Shrewsbury Lanes. Where is that? I think it's on a street called Weil. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah, it's kind of in the back. It's a hard one to find. It's not like off of the highway. Or anything. It's kind of like you had to get off of 44 and Shrewsbury and wind around some streets. Yeah. It's kind of in the back. I've been there. Nice bowling alley. Uh, it's a good house. Good house. It's a good mm-hmm. house, yeah. So if anybody wants to try a chance to win in both Casey Jocks and... The roadies from uh, Metallica mm-hmm. will sign up. Well, they would like you to be on that team. Marty asked me, and I said, I, I, I wouldn't be a ringer, buddy. I haven't picked up a ball in six years. You could still roll a two, 230 average. I'm just I'm wondering how many games it would take me to get back in the flow of things couple, to, to shoot bowling, like 230. <laughs> no, you're, you're dumb. It's like you're dumb. <laughs> bowling is not easy. Mm. But it's all timing. I mean, I haven't thrown a ball and. I'd probably be all over the place. I don't know. I don't know. Don't sell yourself short. You're the local version of Guppy Troop. Nope. As I said in the Hall of Fame induction, I'm in, I'm in here not for my bowling prowess. But for your recruiting. I said I've only had two 300s. I said, <laughs> I, said I looked at Shea. I said, nice. Shea Bitt had that many yesterday. I like that Shea bit. You like that? Yeah, I don't care for it. And the crowd no. roared. I'm surprised that uh, Raby didn't have that one in there. <laughs> oh, apparently that's in December, not November. The crowd did like that? that. I could stand to hear that again. The, the Casey thing? thing? <laughs> yeah. November 4th, I believe. That's when Metallica's in town. Anyway, I just thought I'd give Casey a little plug. It was a nice little plug. <laughs> it was nice. You have time to kill. I'll just... <laughs> what, is, what is this becoming with all of this recent thing you and the plow are talking about with time to kill? I could talk for 10 hours by myself. Well, I know, but we you were ready to read, time you to were ready to read emails. No, I was. I just I thought we were going to have more emails based on, I know that Buck Swope said he wanted to issue a public statement, and I figured that it was going to be longer than it is. Swope Doug is starting to use the shears, I well, guess. Well, good for him. You like that? Yeah, sometimes he writes in uh, way too long. Yeah. I want to ask Licks, too, since he's texted in today and he's out there listening. Uh, how was your cameo that you asked me to do? How did that work for you? <laughs> did you do a cameo for him? What happened? Did you do the cameo? What I did actually it, yeah. just happened. So you're just asking for his reaction yeah, to your did, cameo? What did you think of Mr. it? Mr. Licks, call in. Okay. No, no, leave call a mic drop on balloon port. Don't call in and just text in to Tim and say, yeah, I liked it or I thought it was I've awful. I'll close the text inbox. I'll reopen it. Yeah. Mr. Licks, did you like Biggie's cameo? Rocky will get his 15 bucks for that. <laughs> Man, he's wetting his beak. It cost me money. It's in December, not November. Oh. Come on, soggy skin. Oh. That's some Peg Diaz. I could have swore it said November 4th. <laughs> soggy skin <laughs> is kind, kind of a great band name. <laughs> I put it up on my Facebook page. I could have swore it was November 4th. 
More like an old school pitcher from the 1890s. Oh, soggy yeah. skins, McGee. Jim, you want to read that at the bottom? The says. Doug, uh, it's November 4th. Oh, you were right, Iggy. Okay. And the texture was wrong as you. Right around the corner. <laughs> December 4th, you idiot. Yeah. What do you got to say now? Soggy skin. This Soggy. guy is effing unbelievable. I've never heard of someone so wildly popular, successful, and envied with such poor housing since Mother Teresa died. Oh. Well, just I'm good at what Damn, I do doesn't make it paid. That's a really tough text, but also a really good one. Harbor Day giving his mm. opinions. No one's ever been this popular and poor since Mother Teresa. Yeah, she wasn't poor. She had everything given to her. Free food, free housing. Didn't she die like in a good... Calcutta. Yeah, there's not much going on there, but... Like a one-bedroom? Well, I think she took a vow of poverty. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure she had much to give up in the first place. She well, was a nun. This guy has to be stopped. It's the ramblings of an absolute madman. Some glove vlogger, Tom Traven. Him and Arbor Day are getting together. What are the ramblings? It's like if I worked at KC and I said I had to do a live spot. Hey, guys, let me tell you about what's coming up on November 4th. Metallica's roadies are going to be in town. We're going to do a bowling thing. I just did one for them. That's what you did. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I don't see anything wrong with that. God, you people are just so... You, you bitch about everything. Yeah. Oh, they're... You're just catching on to that? <laughs> no, but something as stupid as that? Yeah. Watch, this idiot is, this idiot is probably trashing me. He probably already went and signed up. <laughs> oh, maybe I can bowl a Metallica, man. It'd be great. Thanks for calling me, Iggy. Ah, you idiot. Why do you mention it? Ah. Oh, yeah, they thought you had ah. the date wrong. Sounds like skin. Iggy has yeah, the date wrong. That was Peg Diaz. That's a lady. Margaret. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the designer heating and cooling email. Hey! As I pulled his love-sopped boy panties down oh. past his knees, the smell tipped my brain off that I was about to receive an order of brine directly onto my chest. If there's one person who can jackhammer enough lust into your prostate to make your legs quiver, it's your father-in-law, Doug. With wisdom and an e-brace comes a yearning to taste. I stuck my hand in the mud that lined his chamber pot. Yeah. He pinned my ears back. He primed my urethra. Okay. I tasted his weight. That's ways. deep totem, isn't it? It's a tinky monster. It is, I think it's deep. His brother. <laughs> there's a picture of Iggy and Larry calling the producer Joe Boxing Match. Look at that gold tie on Iggs. It is sharp. Yeah, Pinky those, Monster's those just jackets, got himself. Those jackets went back to Kohl's the next day. <laughs> it looks like it's metal. It's like a metal tie. That's uh, my Jerry Garcia tie. Suspended a period of two no, days. No, he's gone. That was the Tinky Monster. Yeah. Got suspended. Morning, sluts. As you can see, I'm salty. 8.04 a.m., Jackson Burkett. Nobody is universally liked. I got two words for you. Tim McKernan. 812, the names for email the day winners is read with my name mysteriously missing. What is in the holiest of hells is going on? Throw in that Mizzou trip, aka Cuckless in Columbia, and you got yourself a mess. But damn it, what am I even talking about? I don't know either, because this email is about urination tips. Mm. You pee on the interior side of the bowl above the waterline, and there is not stream sound. And that is the story of the time I peed in my buddy Gus's bathroom quietly so his mom, Mrs. Birch, wouldn't know I banged her husband the night before oh. while she slept next to us. Oh, Next to you. <laughs> That's from Doug, and then the last name is Long. Doug Long. She must be a sound sleeper. <laughs> he's, he's new. Oh, you're having sex right next to her. And Young, perjury, who cares? Thanks, that's from number one Asian intern, Brian Engine, a.k.a. SMR, Pat McAnally. 
Y'all got it. <laughs> like that. <laughs> now offering free legal advice to our premium platinum subscribers. Is it quality advice? Debatable. But is it whispered? You tell me. Snip, snip. Don't lie under oath. Snip, snip. That's a bad idea. Squish, squish. <laughs> Doug, that's ASMR Pat McAnally. Pat McAnally. <laughs> Plagiarism. He, Who cares? <laughs> nice little story. I one time was playing horseshoes at the Fairview Heights VFW, and you wouldn't believe it, but Bobby Knight came over and complimented me on my tossing of the shoes. Can't make this guy's stuff up. It's from Flip Wilson. Flip Wilson. Just can't stand it, can you? My head is spinning. There are too many storylines going at one time, and I cannot keep up. The Tracy Chapman hot tub story happened just last week, but it legitimately feels like a lifetime ago. Somehow we've already moved on from Radio Wars, Turtlenecks, Iggy's pay raise he didn't ask for, <laughs> and the elusive Batwing 8 in the Albatross Arena. Inexplicably, the OnlyFans teacher doesn't even crack the top five biggest TMA storylines happening right now. Your stone board up texted his boss at 9 p.m. on a Sunday night about a podcast where he eats food on a toilet as a <laughs> drone. He's not going to pay for shoots aerial footage. Doug, I don't know what I no, just read. I if that's the that. good idea that he does text to his boss, imagine how many even worse ideas he doesn't pass along to Tommy. I don't know what the opposite of Wunderkind is, but you've got one running the board inside that urinal front solitary confinement cell you call a studio. Mm. The guy is a legitimate anti-prodigy. That ill-advised marijuana-fueled text should be the lead story for the next week, but it's barely a blip on the radar, radar because of Iggy's feud with Lisa Ann. Not to mention, one of your aging co-hosts is actively engaged in a long-distance catfishing relationship with an AI robot impersonating a drunk porn star for crying out loud, and it hardly gets mentioned because there is simply too much other drama. The fan page is having a nuclear meltdown because a fella actually thinks Iggy is being bullied and the rest of the show won't stand up for him. How can one person possibly keep up with all the juicy details? I'm on to you guys, and you have to tell the truth right now. Is this all an elaborate ploy to make us forget about the fact that the elderly Hall of Famer squats when he pees? Oh. Enough leave it to beaver sketches. We want answers. That's from the JV Golf Coach. Gosh. JV Golf Coach. And finally, I sent this in yesterday about stuff that happened on Friday and Saturday, but you ran out of time due to Mike Marcy and clock management. What does it say about the state of the fan page that Lisa Ann and Ryan Kelly posted on the fan page this weekend while Iggy retreated to his only stands safe space and Ken explained how he blocked Lisa Ann because she didn't apologize by his Friday afternoon deadline after he, quote, bent over backwards to be nice to her, end quote. On September 29th, Lisa Ann said Iggy doesn't get enough credit for what he does on this show. Lisa Ann has always had Iggy's back. It's because she had his back that she took time on Thursday to reply to his texts when she had so much on her plate. It's never a great look to publicly explain how busy you are while dressing someone down, but she felt the need to vent. More importantly, she felt secure enough in her relationship with Iggy and TMA to keep it real. Iggy responded by continuing to make excuses, digging in, escalating the situation, and failing to grasp that he was abusing his phone privileges even by texting her in the first place, asking for help with something that he was going to forget about in a few hours anyway. That said, Lee Sand's overall point was more about her own need to simplify her life, and Iggy was merely the straw that broke the camel's back. She should have communicated her point in a less harsh manner, and also shown Iggy some love in spite of his poor texting etiquette. 
On Saturday next to the founding, he said, quote, a lot of people, if you have the wrong opinion that you don't agree with, you're a dick, end quote. My opinion is Iggy is the most entertaining part of the show, but part of what makes him so entertaining is his complete lack of self-awareness. Oh, what a tangled web we weave. Mm. Doug, that's from Buck Swope. Sure it was. Buck Swope. That's what we are for. The Design Air Heating and Cooling email today. Show me what you got, uh, little mama. Today I'm going to give it to a newcomer, Pat McAnally. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Tinky Monster. He got suspended. Oh. <sighs> I'm going with a JV golf coach. Bob Hawk, Speaker of the House. I got JV golf coach. JV golf coach is just shipped. The Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day. Jackson and I relate again for a balloon party. We're going to go by E.